Hi, welcome to Uni Biscuits. This is a podcast where we discover ways to help improve and ease in your daily university experiences. This marks episode 13, and as usual, I'm your host, Samson Paul Jr. So, come on in. On this episode, as we had mentioned earlier, we are going to continue exploring the different types of apprenticeships. And specifically for this episode, we are going to be discussing the degree apprenticeships. If this is the first time you are listening to this, may I advise that you go back and listen to episode 10 and episode 12, which introduced the apprenticeships session. So we hope you find this useful. And if you do, please remember to share with your friends, schoolmates, or any other person whom you think might find the same useful. Degree apprenticeships are similar to higher apprenticeships, but they define that they provide an opportunity to gain a full bachelor's degree or level 6 or a full master's degree, that is level 7. Now, to start this, let's first answer this question. What are degree apprenticeships? Well, degree apprenticeships are a new type of program offered by some universities where students can achieve a full bachelor's or a master's degree as part of their apprenticeship. These programs are being developed by employers, universities, and professional bodies working in partnerships. To answer the question, degree apprenticeships combine working with studying part-time at the university and apprentices are employed throughout a program and most, most of the time they spend part of their time at the university and the rest with their employer. And this can be on a day-to-day basis or in blocks of time, depending on the program and you know the requirement of the employer. And this can always take between three to six years to complete, depending on the course level. Degree apprenticeships are still quite new, so there are a limited number of vacancies. It's anticipated that the number of vacancies will grow over the next year or two. Based on this limited availability of these degree apprenticeships, we thought it would be wise to give you at least a short list to give you like a direction on what these type of apprenticeships are. So here is a list. I'm just going to go through them. We have uh, business and administration. Uh, we also have childcare and education. We have construction. I mean, that was a bit obvious considering that that was the first area that the apprenticeships first emerged when it comes to like, you know, construction type of work. And then we have creative and design. Then we have digital. This can be on digital marketing, anything digital related. And then we have engineering and manufacturing. And then we have health and science. And then we have legal, finance and accounting. And then you have the protective services, for instance, the police department. And then now we have the second list, which is basically, you know, it combines some from the upper list that I just mentioned. But this mainly are marked as, you know, the current degree apprenticeships, which are currently under development, which means they're still growing and, you know, more areas might emerge in the future. So I'm just also going to go through this, but you might find out that there are some that I'm mentioning right now that were also had already appeared on the list that I just mentioned earlier. So the first one here is agriculture, environment and animal care. I think that was the new one here. And then business and administration. Of course, that's now a repetition. We have childcare and education. We have construction, creative and design, digital. Okay, we have engineering and manufacturing. 
we have healthcare and science, legal, finance and accounting, then the protective services, and then we have sales, marketing and recruitment. That's a new one. And then we have social care, which is also a new one, but still under development, remember? And then we have transport and logistics. Let's now try and answer some questions. How do degree apprenticeships work? Well, apprentices will complete an assessment at the end of the program, which tests both the academic learning and you know occupational competence developed through an on-job training process. And the program can be structured in one of these two ways. The first one would be employers, universities, and professional bodies come together to co-design a full integrated degree course specifically for the apprentices, which delivers and tests both the academic learning and you know on-job training. And this may be preferred approach for the many sectors as the learning is seamless and it doesn't require separate assessment of occupational competence. Alternatively, the second method would be sectors may wish to use existing degree programs to deliver the academic knowledge requirements of that profession. And they would then combine this with additional training to meet the full apprenticeship training requirements and have a separate test of full occupational competence at the end of the program. In either case, degree and via this route will be awarded by the universities and you know will be of an equivalent standard to a degree taken via the full-time undergraduate route. Now, what are the benefits of degree apprenticeships? We have quite a number, so I'm just going to go through like a few of them and uh, I'll just point them out. The first benefit is apprentices are employed and you know, they get to be paid a wage throughout the course that they're studying. And the second one is apprentices will gain a full degree, bachelor's or master's without needing to pay the student fee. So basically you get paid for the process. So the first and the second benefit are like related in one way or another. And then the third one is that apprentices will gain a head start in their chosen profession. Now remember when I, what I mentioned on the previous episode where I explained that by the end of your apprentice, you know, you'll already be having like your job experience at hand and you don't need to go through an internship program or anything else to prove that, you know, you have some job experience on your field. And the fourth one is that it will allow apprentices to acquire the graduate slash postgraduate level skills that they need. So it's equivalent to somebody who's just in the degree in terms of like the level of education that you're getting with even a much more higher advantage in this sense that you already have job experience, but you know what, you didn't pay for your tuition fee. And then by the end of the day, you also get to earn a wage with that. And the fifth one is that employers can attract new talent, particularly high-caliber school leavers who are like keen to earn a degree in a work-based environment. So this is an advantage that goes back to the market. So then those who are talented, they get attraction to this, you know, the benefits that you get. You're going to have to be earning a wage on your learning. You don't pay any tuition fees. And by the end of the day, you come out as like a fully-fledged, you know, employer. And then lastly, training costs are co-funded by the government and the employer. So this is something you already talked about. Now, how do degree apprenticeships differ from the sandwich degrees and work placements? Well, degree apprenticeships build on the existing models of sandwich degrees, that is spending a year in the industry and work placements, which basically is doing industry placements in term time or holidays. But this, they differ in several key ways, which we are going to explore next. 
First, degree apprenticeships differ in that degree apprentices are employed throughout and they are actually doing some paid work from day one. And they also differ in that employers may view these apprenticeships as a way of recruiting top prospective graduates. And the other difference is that degree apprentices are likely to have a great attachment to their employer and they're already being employed means that they are more likely to stay with that company afterwards. Retention rates for apprentices are, they can exceed 80%. And finally, the last difference that we managed to put together is that in cases where a new degree is developed, employers will be able to work with the universities to shape the overall degree program and all aspects of their apprentices' training. So there you have it. Those are the main differences. Final question, how are degree apprentices recruited? Well, apprenticeships are jobs and so employers are ultimately responsible for recruiting. Both employers and universities will need to be satisfied and the applicant must meet their respective requirements. And it is likely that some employers and the universities will therefore do their recruitment jointly. But with other apprenticeships, employers may choose to advertise you know, vacancies on the web portal where apprenticeships are advertised. Now, during the process of researching about apprenticeships online, we managed to find some few advice on degree apprenticeships from various universities and colleges. And so the next part of this is that you're going to go through this and at least try to answer some questions in case that you have any that hasn't been answered yet at this point. I'm just going to go straight into this. The first one is what are the key features and aptitudes of successful apprenticeships applicant? So if you're an applicant, you need to know this. Willingness to work hard, that is a must-have feature because you will be studying and doing full-time job at the same time. So you also need to be confident and mature to handle your responsibilities in the workspace. Academically, you have different types of qualifications, but you will need to be bright and be able to learn independently. Moving on to the second question, what are the biggest challenges of young people doing a higher or degree apprenticeships? Well, just making enough time to do everything in the day calls for a great time management skills. So if you're wondering about what is the biggest challenge that you're about to face if you're considering apprenticeship, just remember that you will be juggling between your schoolwork and working and most of the time work will always take most of your time, remember. And now the third question. Apprenticeships are still seen by some people as a second best to a full-time higher education. So if a student's grades are lower than they hoped, what is your view of apprenticeships as an, as an option? A degree apprenticeship is academically just as challenging as a traditional degree, but it has more additional pressures working at the same time while you're studying. And apprentices need to be as bright as undergraduates, but more disciplined too. We do believe that people who have gone through the degree apprenticeship route will outstrip graduates because they have deep experience of work context in addition to their theoretical knowledge that they learn from undergraduate programs. Young people with higher grades should definitely investigate this route because once people realize the advantages, competition for these places will even become more fierce. And now the fourth question, what advice would you give to students who think they want to do a degree apprenticeships but they are not sure if it's for them yet? Well, start planning early and try to get some work experience in the sector you are interested in. 
go to university open days and talk to people who are like delivering the programs to find out more there is a range of different study options so think about what would suit your learning style if you really aren't right for it don't do it traditional degrees are as well very valuable and you know they give people time to explore different options while building their confidence and experiences and now the fourth question what are the top three things you need to know before you do your application or what do the universities or the employers look for in an application well the answer is passion for the subject like any degree program a genuine interest in what you're studying makes studying more rewarding which improves your chances of success secondly the universities need to establish the applicant has the academic ability to succeed so they don't just set up weak applicants who will end up failing and that involves grades but they also would test the numerical and reasoning skills so an applicant's character is really important they need to be mature enough to enter the workplace and you know be dedicated enough to work and study at the same time Now the sixth item what are the most common weaknesses in an applicant or in an application well universities need academically strong applicants some people apply after exhausting other possibilities and they can really struggle maturity is very important so if you feel you have some growing up to do consider taking some time out of education to build your confidence Doing paid or voluntary work will help you learn responsibility and you know interact with people outside of school. And number 7, what do you consider when deciding whether or not to interview applicants? Well, this was the answer. An applicant has to pass some basic grade thresholds and you know some online tests for numerical skills, aptitude and attitude. And here we are number 8. What tips would you give applicants for getting the most out of the interviews? Well, remember that you are being interviewed to be an employee as well as a student. You need to present yourself as a person who can contribute in real job as well you can play the role of a student. Then do all the things that would be normally done for a job role. Find out as much as you can about the company and the role so you can ask intelligent questions. And number 9. Where can students get support when they are doing an apprenticeships? Well, the employer will provide all the normal HR support as well as mentoring and you know line management and input on career development in the company, while on the other side, high education providers will provide support with learning development and all the normal pastoral care information and advice that any other student would get. So a degree apprentice is also an undergraduate and has access to all the normal support and services. And finally, number 10. What's your top tip for young people thinking about applying for an apprenticeship? Well, the answer is go for it. It's really a great opportunity that has the potential to set you up well for the rest of your life. Start investigating the opportunities available and find out as much as you can and see if there is a degree apprenticeship that's right for you. So if you're listening to this, you're probably already doing the right thing. So keep it up.
if you made it this far i do really appreciate please do leave a review if you found this useful also do remember to share with your classmates and you know any other friends that you have around who might find this useful thank you so much and have a nice time bye and now this